Hey guys, welcome back to Chance the Podcast. I hope hey you guys. guys are having a great week. With the end of the year being right around the corner, we thought it'd be great to hop on here and do a 2021 year review. Woohoo! Um, we made it this far, you've made it this far, and that's just enough in itself. That statement is enough. Like you made it, like, you know. Um, we did this episode last year where we did a 2020 year review and we really liked it. And, um, it's always nice for us. It's a little selfish for us, but it's always nice because we'll (laughs) be able to listen back to these episodes like years down the road and like hear where we were like in life and like how we were feeling. And I just think that's like really cool. Like this is like our personal journal that we hope you guys enjoy. So that being (laughs) said, um, year in review 2021. How did you feel? How do you feel about well, before, Okay, so I think I think we should start honestly by saying if we had to describe this year with one single word, what would it be? And then we can expand from there, like you know, dive into why you think. Say what you said to me earlier today. Chaotic. And the reason why I say chaotic is the first word that comes to mind. Is it as chaotic as 2020? Probably not. But is it still chaotic in my opinion? Yes, because I think this year people were trying to navigate the nuances of like post-COVID, but then also not post-COVID because now we have like new variants. And at least for me personally, I have not returned to normal necessarily. And I feel like I'm very much in limbo at this moment in my life. And I genuinely don't feel like I have a grasp on anything (laughs) so that's why I say everything's just everywhere (laughs) yeah yeah I like that I like that I felt I've I've definitely felt that way um some months of this year 100% I think closer like earlier this year like you know um around like February-ish you know but I think once I was able to get vaccinated and stuff like that it like I was able to like pick back up my life and I've thoroughly enjoyed it since. Um, but if I had to uh, describe my year in one word, ooh, it's hard. I have a combination of words. Oh, I no, feel like one word. Okay. One word. Oh God. Okay. Say what you say, what you got to say. I was going to say like manifested, I would say. No. Okay. I, well, I don't, I really don't know what word to describe it. It sounds like you're about to say growth. I was going to say growth. So if I had to describe this year in one word, I would probably say growth. And the reason why I say growth is just like, it was all happening this year for me. And like, like I had a really good year. And I think this is the first year post-grad where I felt like I understand what's going on. Like Mm -hmm. I knew what was like, I, I felt more like situated and settled in like my being of like what my life is going to look like post-grad and I didn't feel those ways like those first two years out of college um and it's crazy because this upcoming like May 2022 will be our third year out of college um and I really didn't yeah like seriously didn't know I was like career blah like living at home my parents blah like I just didn't know what my life was going to shape out to be and like I didn't even feel like I could like visualize it sometimes at at some points in my life like some points in the year um yeah but now I feel like career is going great I moved out I have my own place I love my apartment I love the city I'm in um I really feel this year like I was able to like grow in a lot of my friendships like I feel so blessed to have the friends that I do have and like the support system like I felt like 
and now the older I get and I see people like struggle in that area, like it makes me even more grateful for like the people that I have in my life and like the friendships I have. And that warms my heart. Like just kind of that like sense of like gratitude for my friends and my family. I felt like I felt that much deeper this year than I have before. You know, sometimes when you're like in a rut, you feel like things can't get better, you know? Yeah. And I've met like so many great people that I'm now called my friends this year. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, you know, people always say you struggle to make friends out of college. And it's like that big thing, like, you know, finding friends as you grow into your adult life self. And so I feel like I was really able to like meet people and form friendships with people this year. Um, that- I don't think you even talked about that previously on the podcast too, about you joining a sorority. Oh yeah. Did I ever talk about it? No, I don't think so. Yeah. So I joined a sorority this year, um, in June of 2021. And, um, I was in Detroit and one of the, it's so crazy because one of the main, for a year straight living in Detroit, you guys, I swear I did not have a friend. Like I I had one friend, shout out to Maddie. Hey Maddie, love you. (laughs) But outside of her, and she was back and forth. She was living back and forth between Miami and Detroit. Honestly, she wasn't even in Detroit all the time. Um, I literally did not see my friends because of the pandemic. I had no local friends. So I spent like a year of my life, literally just me, my parents, and my brother. Those are the only other human beings I would interact with, period, <laughs> and socially. Like, I would, like, even when, like, back in 2020, when people could start, like, people were going out to eat and eating outside and little stuff like that. I wasn't doing any of that. So I went a whole year without seeing my closest friends in real life or having any friendships in Detroit. So I was like really down and out about like not having friends in Detroit. And that was like a huge thing for me. And um, when I pledged in June, literally I've met some of the best women I've ever met before in my life. And we've like clicked instantly and um I love them to death and they really made like my Detroit experience now something that I look to as a positive experience um, instead of a negative, just because I was able to like form those relationships with people that like will be my lifelong friends. And we ended up having a really good summer too. I feel like I had, I feel like I had a summer. (laughs) Well, good. It seems like (laughs) you're not only settled, but also feeling like you said, like you've grown in some areas too, which is really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. What was my word? I almost forgot the word I said. To growth. growth. Yeah. I feel like I grew in those areas. I feel like I grew in friendships. I grew in my career and I grew like internally to just like personal things I was dealing with, you know, and I feel like I also grew out of Detroit too. It's kind of weird. I grew out of Detroit, meaning like I now live in DC and I'm in my own space. And um, yeah. This year was really awesome for me. I got, oh, I forgot. I got a new job this year. It feels like forever ago, but I got a new job this year and almost like double my income. Um, so that was really awesome too. That kind of like catapulted yeah. like my career a little bit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. What else? I feel like we did a lot this year. What did we do? I bought a house. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. What, what are things that, you know, you feel grateful for this year like I feel like you had a lot of accomplishments this year um you started a new job yeah I started a new job so I got a pay raise and 
also, I guess, a kind of like a step up in my career a little bit. Like I work for a major company now, which is definitely different, a new experience for me. Um, and I moved out of my parents' house. So I own my own, and I own my own place. So I did all of that simultaneously, um, which was a huge move for me. I live in a different city now, so. I go to classes in person, which is really great, even though I, I literally have not made friends <laughs> with any of my classmates, but um, it's still nice to like be able to like get away from my desk and like actually go to class in person. Um, and what else? I mean, I ended a relationship. <laughs> no, okay. Well, I was going to say like, I feel like if we were to look back at the goals we set at the beginning of the year, I feel like we accomplished a lot of those, at least, I, Yeah. What do you think? Um, I don't even have my goals with me, honestly, but I like buying, buying something big was on my list. And I did that moving out was on my list. I did that. Um, you know, I furthered my career, which was on my list. Yeah. I think, I mean, this year, honestly, if I'm just being completely honest, I was depressed for most of this year so for me the fact that I even just like made it through is an accomplishment in itself and I'm not I I don't want to like try and fluff it up with like other little accomplishments you know it's like literally I was depressed for most of this year so for me to like be coming out on the other side and like looking forward to 2020 instead of like dreading every 2022. day 2022 I mean, 2022 <laughs> instead of dreading every day coming forward I think that's like an yeah. accomplishment for me seriously yeah, no, no, no. That's a big accomplishment. And it shouldn't be like compared to anything else. It's like a huge thing. If you're like fighting something mentally and just to come out on the other side, that is enough in itself. Like yeah. you shouldn't even have to like talk about anything else. Like that's enough in itself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, on top of whatever. And I um I definitely commend you for that because it, it it was a hard year for a lot of people. And I think also too, I don't think people realize like readjusting to having readjusting to some kind of normalcy like going back in the social settings and you know it's like we got adjusted to being at home and like everything that came with that and now it's like everyone's now like pushing you to go back out and do other things I think it's like that oh that's a big part of 2021 yeah yeah I would agree I think more people have social anxiety you know, like just this like fear of like, you know, I don't know, especially now you, you could literally really go days and days and days and days without seeing anyone in, in person and yeah. being fine. And so now it's like going to all these holiday parties or, you know, taking time to be social with your friends. It's just like much more, I feel like of a pool than it used to be. Yeah. I mean, I definitely got comfortable like staying home I mean, I already was a homebody. So like 2020, you know, was a really comfortable year for me to like literally stay inside and not feel pressured or have FOMO, like missing out on anything because I prefer to be at home. And when everyone else is stuck at home, I'm like, cool. Um, but yeah, this year, definitely like on the social front, it was a challenge for me. I, I mean, I've always kind of had social anxiety and it's definitely heightened, but I mean, maybe next year I'll overcome it in some way, but we shall see. Yeah. So I think we definitely touched on some of our biggest challenges this year. Um, but I want to know like, what good habits did we build this year? For me personally, 
I don't know. I, I feel like I did. I feel like my life was just like, go, go, go this year that I didn't form really any too, too many healthy habits. But I do think one of the things that I did this year that I probably didn't do as much in 2020 was I love being able to, sometimes I take the weekend off Instagram and I delete like social media off Instagram. Like I don't do Instagram for the weekend. Um, I kind of like did that a lot of times um, in 2021, but Mm-hmm. I feel like I've developed a lot of kind of bad habits that I wish to shake. Like, I feel like I sleep in too late. Like mm-hmm. I literally sleep to like nine thirty, ten o'clock. And it's honestly a shame. I hope my job don't hear this, but yeah, I really don't wake up to like nine 30. And I think that's just, I shouldn't be doing that as a grown adult. Like that's just too late to be sleeping. <laughs> um, like I wake up, especially now with daylight savings, like day over, you know? So <laughs> I mean, like I shouldn't do that. So it's the that's a, of working at home. Right. Right. And I'm working at home and I'm not, I like, trust me, you guys, I, all of my meetings at my company, like we don't start really working until like 10 30, 11 anyway, but still, it's just like, I would prefer next year is I'm really going to try to like, like, I don't have an alarm in the morning. I just sleep till when I wake up. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, even, on the, even on the weekends, I set an alarm. Right, right. So, see, that's something. That's a that's a habit though that I picked up from being in the pandemic, not having any place to actually be. I just like like I I just don't see the need for alarm, like you know, because mm-hmm. I don't have any place to go during the week, you know. So I just yeah. don't do it. Um, but that's a that's a habit I I hope to reverse next year. Like starting mm-hmm. next year. It will be an alarm Monday through Friday. Like I'm not sleeping till 9 30, 10 o'clock on a Wednesday anymore. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what other habits do you think you like? Um, honestly, I don't know if I've picked up anything new, but just kind of like a continuation of good habits. Like at my previous job, I always tried to have boundaries of like contacting me outside of working hours and like working super late. And once I started school, like that became the perfect excuse not to be available, but I still would sometimes find myself like working through class and other situations. So starting my new job, that's been like a strong boundary for me is like literally not having work connected to my cell phone at all. So I don't have my like work email on my phone. Nobody from work has ever like texted or called my cell phone. And I generally do not work past like my eight hours I put in a day and if I didn't have school I'd probably be more inclined to work work longer hours but that's a boundary that I set and like I feel like I've done a really good job of like sticking to it which has like helped me balance all of my things a little bit better I think another another habit that I've done I had it but I lost it I feel like you've been like pretty active like running and like no um, fitness and stuff okay not nearly as much as I would like to okay but that's okay <laughs> I feel like that's just you being hard on yourself you still work no, out more than I'm... the average person like you be like during like this past year Brittany you be going on runs like on the weekend like you be going on runs and stuff like come on bro like I'm not gonna let you sit up here and act like but that's not just, like, like I'm not a cons- I'm not as consistent as I would like to be like if I can't go like it's like stop and go like if I have downtime then I can do it but if I don't I don't and I would prefer to just like have a schedule where it's like and this is a habit I want to pick up in the new year is like no matter what like I start my morning off and get my workout done that way like later in the day if things come up 
or it becomes late, like I can't skip it. Like if it's already done in the morning, then it's done. And I've never been like I I have this year for the most part, like tried to work out in the morning, but if I stay up late, it becomes harder for me to wake up early in the morning and then I just feel like I lose any progress that I make in like my workout, like my workouts or my running journey. Like you can't like keep stopping and starting to like build to anything. And I really would like to do like a half marathon and then a marathon one day in my life. And you can't get there unless you are adding onto your mileage every week. So that is something that is a habit I would like to pick up in the new year is working out in the morning consistently. Okay. You can definitely do it. You should start next week. I Yeah, I plan to start like before school. I mean, before work and school starts up again, because it's really hard to like implement those things while you're in the middle of it. Yep, sure is. Yeah. Oh, I remembered um, a good habit I've kind of carried since 2020 is like literally not doing my hair. <laughs> and it's grown yeah. so much. It like, so I like to either have, like, I like to have my hair straight and it's just my preference. Um, so I would either do my, like, I can do my hair myself or go get it done. And obviously with not going anywhere, I never need to have it straightened or whatever. So I have stopped doing it as much. And like, I go along way longer time without washing it. Um, and I'm a black woman, so please don't come for me, (laughs) but yeah, I think that's been a good habit is for me to just like, let it be. I mean, obviously I would like to be a natural girly one day where I'm like wearing my curls and stuff, but I just don't know how the hell to do it. And I don't really care to right now, but the best thing I've done so far is just like straightening it less. So, yeah. Yeah. It looks really good. Your hair grew a lot this year for real. Like it's insane. Um, Like it's just like that old saying, like when you stop like thinking about something or worrying about something, it'll happen. It's like hair growth finding a man, (laughs) coming into some money. (laughs) It's all the same. Yeah. Except coming into some money. I don't think you just chill and not. I think so. When you're not looking for a job, it comes. Okay. Yeah. When you're not looking, okay. Like for a job. Yeah. But I think when you think about like, I don't know, we don't have to get into it, but I don't agree with that one. I think you have to be actively thinking like, okay, where are opportunities? Where could I, like, I don't know. I just think money is one of those things that you really have to go up and go get. I think career sex is one of those things you really have to get up and go get. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think the, like, the meaning behind it is, like, you are wanting to get these, like, you want all of these things, but when you stop focusing on it for, like, the result, it comes faster. Like, me wanting my hair to grow, so I'm, like, manipulating it in a hundred different ways and trying all these different techniques is not going to work, but me leaving it alone and just, like, hoping that one day it will grow, it grows, and, like, so I'm thinking like money's like same thing. Like if I'm like sitting here sweating, like going from hustle to hustle, trying to like figure out what works, like I feel like that could put you in a bind. But if you are like, okay, I know that I want to make more money and I will make more money, but like you just focus more on like, okay, this is something that's purposeful and that is long term for me, I think will make for better results. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know, but that's the only thing that's worked for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also feel like, um, and I, I kind of want to revisit, like, I don't mean to be like, oh my God, my life was perfect this year. Cause it wasn't, but 
I had a lot go right this year. And so for me, it's just like, I, you know, I <laughs> chalk that up to the good. The only thing when I look back, I, so last year I made a vision board and I hadn't made a vision board since I was like literally 14 mm-hmm. and I made one this past year and literally everything happened on my vision board except being in a relationship. Everything that was on that vision board happened except that. Um, and I like, I was like, it's really crazy. Like literally everything I put on that vision board. And and when I did the, the crazy thing too about the vision board is I'm definitely going to do one again for this year. Mm-hmm. Um, just because last year it was something I really enjoyed and it kind of worked out. And I, I had my vision board was like stuffed away in my office. Like I didn't even look, I, it wasn't even where I could see it every day, honestly. Like it was just always in my office. And um, it's crazy because when I made the vision board, I was in a different job than I was, than I am now. And I put an apartment and I put like all this like nice high-end furniture on there, right? Like I said, I was going to decorate my apartment, like spectacular, like, you know? And at the at that time I was living with my parents. I didn't know like what, I didn't know how with the current job I was going to have, I could have easily like moved out and had an apartment. But I don't know if I was going to be able to afford to like decorate how I wanted to do and just like move with ease. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like it's something about just like moving and being able to like buy everything you want, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, like and not have to like wait six months to like order a couch or whatever the case is. Like a lot of people are in that scenario and like nothing's wrong with that. But that was just like, I didn't know at that time how I was going to be able to do all that. And it wasn't until that I got a new job that I was able to like do all the things I was doing that I had put on my vision board, honestly. Um, and like, seriously, it's crazy. I have to go, I, I need to tell my mom to send a picture of it to me because it, all of it came true. Except I said, I wanted to fall madly in love this year and that didn't happen. Well, I think that's what, that's my point. <laughs> what? what? Can I put it like, on my vision board? If you're, if you're wanting to put on my like vision that, board. Cause that's honestly just fate. Like you can't really work towards that. So I should have put that. You don't think that's like a good vision board item? I don't think falling madly in love. But maybe I didn't put that. Like, ma- I, I, no, no, no. That's what I wrote down as a goal for mine for 2021. But I didn't put I, like on my vision board. I just had like a couple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think the whole thing about manifestation is like what the meaning and the intention behind it. So like you're going to attract like what you like. You're going to attract what the intention behind it you're not going to get that actual picture that you put up there, but like whatever your purpose was, is like what you'll attract. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. I'm kind of like, I'm going to update everybody in the next like um, two months from now to see where I'm at. But I think what's going on right now is kind of a, a a blossoming situation. Everything I said I wanted and how I wanted things to go. Mm -hmm. It's almost kind of like, indirectly with this person okay okay i get you i get you um and you know more than anyone what i'm talking about but yes but d- d- you can't be vague when i'm not trying to be vague but i'm just trying to say no, no, like no, no, no. Okay, okay okay you know what i mean I, it's too soon it's like say right. but yeah. moving forward okay so i agree with the vision board i actually talked to my therapist about it because i was like almost everything that I put on there like has been coming true and I don't even have my vision board like out invisible I don't even think it's here in Baton Rouge with me 
if I'm being honest, or it might be in my closet. And she was basically telling me, um, because I tend to like write lists of stuff, like write lists of stuff, like a checklist every day of like things I want to get done, like for work, for school, um, not necessarily in my planner, like my planner is almost empty, but like just on like various sticky notes. And she basically was saying that when you physically write something down, you're like, you're thinking of it twice, which is obviously like, duh, like, duh, you're writing it down, you're thinking of it twice, but like it cements it more in your mind and your brain to like actually do the action that you're writing down. So like by doing a vision board, it's even a step further, in my opinion, than writing something down because you're lit, you're actually seeking out imagery and like visualizations and quotes or whatever that speak to what you're hoping to uh, achieve or to attract and you know coming forward for you and mm -hmm. so you're kind of like doing the attention intention setting there and then you put it away and you don't think about it but like it's already cemented in your mind so you're going to achieve it whether you're looking at it every day or not okay. and so I thought that was really interesting and so I have been continuing to do my list. And my dad is actually, he taught me like to do lists because he does a list every single day. And I also learned if you don't get every single thing done on your list, it's okay. But like, at least you're doing the steps to get there and you're like purposely trying to get things done. And that's just like a step further than most people even do. Like a lot of people don't even like, they have ideas and dreams or whatever, but they don't physically write it down. And then come up with the action steps to get there so that's a little pro tip for anyone and i've already started to prepare for my vision board i spent 20 dollars at barnes and noble on magazines <laughs> so i can start cutting up uh, pieces of paper because i just find that more soothing for me than like just googling or looking on pinterest for oh, yeah i always do magazines absolutely um, so i bought like literally spent 20 dollars in magazines and we'll be going through it through this year to like create my little vision board. And I think that's a fun little activity if anybody is looking for something to do over the well, Yeah, that's a big thing. People throw vision board parties. Like that's a huge thing. It's a cute little yeah. thing you can do. I know people like be trying to charge people for vision board parties. And I think that's crazy. Well, that makes sense unless you're bringing your own materials. Like I spent $20 on like five magazines by myself mm -hmm. so if multiple people are using these magazines and cutting stuff up like i feel like you should at least cover the cost of like the supplies okay you know? anyways i agree oh okay so i think this is a good question for us to end on because at chances we're all about like taking chances and like you know just stepping out and i think this question kind of ties it all together what mm -hmm. is the most courageous thing you've done this year um, i think that's a really good question i think Sometimes when we look at like these years, like I feel like it's easy to get in your head about like, oh my God, like I didn't get this done this year. And people just put so yeah. much emphasis like on the year. It can be simple things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I I I have to say this just because I don't want people thinking like, oh, in order to have a good year, you had to buy a house or like get some dream apartment or they like get this new job and you're making all this money. Literally, you guys just making it in your right mind alive, grateful for the people around you. You have your health, you have your family. That's accomplishment in itself, like seriously. And like, especially the times we're living in, that's accomplishment, you know what I mean? Because there's a lot of people out here that don't have that. 
you know? Answer, to answer your question, where you see what is the most courageous thing you did this year? And for me, I would say is stepping into my independence. Ooh. And I mean that by both literally and figuratively. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so like literally as in Yes, like, not for you. Yes, you really I did that. Literally obviously moved out on my own. Like I pay all my own bills. Repeat, I pay all my own bills except for my phone bill. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Never paying um, that. My phone bill is getting transferred from my parents to my husband. <laughs> no, I want to be on my mom's phone bill like till the day I die. Like, nah. But anyways. So that, and then also just, you know, coming out of a relationship and, um, you know, you, sometimes you feel kind of dependent on people and I personally, personally do struggle with friendships. So just for me, like in, having independence to just feel comfortable doing things by myself and like stepping out of my comfort zone and just like kind of owning, like being alone, like not feeling lonely, but being alone. Mm -hmm. um that's been a big step for me and something that I plan to take with me in 2022 but like also kind of using that to build on more and just becoming a bit more of a sociable person okay yeah I like that yeah yeah I think the most courageous thing I did this year was just to like take a chance on relationships forming like I feel like I put myself out there a lot this year like from romantic relationships to uh, friendships to like, you know, I, I like, I had a lot of shifts, like in terms of relationship building mm -hmm. and some of them didn't pan out how I thought they were. And then some of them pan out to be more than I ever thought they could be, you know, but I think that was like a really big thing for me this year because like, I didn't have to do a lot of it, but like, I continuously like put myself out there, like made myself go out when I didn't necessarily want to. And just like, I, I approach like situations with people with an open heart and just like with the best intentions. And yeah. I think that's something that I haven't done in the years past. Like I've been very just okay with just like the friends I have and, you know, I don't know. I just never really, you know, I don't know. That just wasn't a big thing. I just felt very content in it and mm -hmm. thinking that I had enough, you know, or like whatever. But um, yeah, I think that's one of the, probably my, one of the most courageous things I did this year. And then I think also to me moving to a different city, I think has been another courageous thing because like I really, you know, working from home, I didn't have to move to DC as soon as I did, you know, but I wanted that next step in my life. And, you know, I basically moved here. I know a couple of people, but I don't have any friends and just like starting over again, just when I was getting in the rhythm of like being in another city, I still think was pretty courageous of me. Like I could have just stayed and just whatever, but I knew it was just like time for me. So yeah yeah and if i and if i had to like travel back a year ago and like tell myself something you know at the top of the year i would just be like just take things day by day like don't get too in your head about anything seriously mm -hmm. like i felt like this year i was like so in in my head and like i feel like i've ended the year now where i'm just like whatever is gonna happen is gonna happen like the flow of life i've never been more trusting in the flow of life and what what's meant to me is just going to be I don't know mm -hmm. I feel like I was so like controlling of all these different aspects of my life but I'm just more so just going with the flow and just trying to like relax some like for real and just take things day by day well I love that for you yeah I think that's a good one not but not in terms of like if you're planning something you know that shit but I'm talking about right. in terms of just like greater life things I'm just chilling like <laughs> okay all right 
concentrating on the things I have than not the things I don't have. Mm-hmm. I don't think I used to do that like at the beginning of the year. I was just so like, oh my, I don't have this. I don't have that. No, nah, like, yeah. Okay. I think I you like would tell it. yourself the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, cup half full mindset. 100%. Well, guys, we hope that you enjoyed our 2021 year of reflection. I hope that some of this resonated with our listeners. And just to realize, you know, it's all good. Have a happy New Year's, guys. 